We're learning in Eretz Chayfetz. Last day of Shabbos, we learned in Paragdal, we learned Ice Hay. But there's a different way of thinking in Eretz Yisrael and in Chutzlaret. It's a different way of thinking. That the way of Eretz Yisrael can be described as milamala lamata <coughs> that the thoughts the thoughts begin above and eventually make their way into the ICS into the letters into the words and therefore thoughts in Eretzisrael thoughts of Kedusha in Eretzisrael are by nature more abstract The machshava is a machshava mufshetis. We were talking a lot about this. And therefore, the imagination is able to, is able to express itself in an unfettered, free way. As long, of course, as the person, of course, explains, as long as the person is a person whose intent is all Hashem Shemaim, is learning Torah Hashem Shemaim, the right way, the right reason, and so on. But there's a ruach from above, that lifts a person up to a high place. And then afterwards, and afterwards, it comes into the oasis, and it has to then descend into the more concrete, logical constructs of human reason. In Chutzlaretz, in Chutzlaretz, the tnua, the, the direction is milamata lamala. The initial the initial exploration of Torah is with the Isis, the letters, to try to make sense of the words and the letters. It's very much grounded in reality, in the Isis of this world. And from there, from there, hopefully the person, again, is learning the right way, the right, the right motivation, the right reason, that from the Isis, from the letters and the words, the person can ascend to a higher place and to tap into the Avira, to the air. That's available in a limited edition form in Chutzlaritz for those who are Mavaksha Hashem. For those who are Mavaksha Hashem, that we learned at the very beginning of the Sefer, and that's the beginning of the Iris, that even in Chutzlaritz, we, we see that Yecheskel Anavi was able to have his Galus of Nevuah, even in Chutzlaritz, that, that there is such a thing that one can tap into that Ruach of Nevuah, even in Chutzlaritz. But the seder is a seder in Chutzlars is a seder milamata lamala of building a thought of holiness of building a, of building an understanding of Torah from the letters, from the letters from the words, and ascending ascending hopefully to connect to the to that ruach of Eretzisol. Eretzisol begins milamala. Eretzisol is the opposite. It begins from above, and then and then it takes shape in the letters below. So this. Torah that we learned, we need to fill in a little bit as, I, as we've been doing all along, when learning in Eretz Chayfus to fill in a little bit from some other Makaris in Rav Kook. And here too, this is from the Eretz Hakaidish, from the Eretz Hakaidish, the first Chaylik, page Kuflamadali. So let's learn. Be'eretz Yisrael ha'ma'ayan ha'ruchani shal p'nimiyas ha'kaidish in Eretz Yisrael the spiritual wellspring of p'nimiyas ha'kaidish of the inner content of holiness of Kedusha shuhu or ha'chayim shal nishmas Knesset Yisrael which is the light of the life of the soul of Knesset Yisrael mizgabru hume'elov 
we know the we know the, the term from Chazal, from Pirkeiavis, where there's a person whose learning is in the way of Amayin Hamizgaber, Amayin Hamizgaber. It's a wellspring that's surging up, Mizgaber, stronger and stronger. In Eretzisel. In Eretzisel. This wellspring of Panemius is Mizgabu Me'elav. It's Mizgabu Me'elav. It's the reality of the Avira, it's the reality of the Avira of Eretzisel. The air of Eretzisel is vibrating with with that ruach of the of the Pneumius HaKodesh that's contained within Nishmas Knesset Yisrael. And in Mizgar Behumeilov. That's something that a human being does not have to initiate, does not have to generate. It's there. It's there. And it's just all the question is whether a person himself is going to ascend to that place and is going to be make himself into a clea to receive to receive that which is that mayan, the waters of the wellspring that's flowing from above to below. It's Mizgabu Me'elov. Raksiyu Hutzarach. The person, the person himself, the role of the person is that he himself has to invest. Siyu means to help. To assist, Raksiyu Hutzarach Meha Avoida Hamasis Hasichlis. Of course, the person is not stunned receiving this this Pneumius of Kedusha from above, even though it's Misgabim Me'elav in Israel. The same way that that there were conditions that a Novi should be able to receive Nevoa. And the Rambam in Hilchas Yisraeli in the seventh parak, the whole parak is about the conditions of Navua. So you could have a person who's himself ready to receive. He's on such a level where he can receive Navua. He's a person that is he's a person that has perfected his Midas and his Seichel and so on and his Kima Mitzvahs. And that is all a condition so that he's able to tap into that Navu which which is Misgabim Elof. So too, even though Ezezrael is flowing with those borders of Pneumius HaKadosh, the individual person, that doesn't mean that everybody that's walking around in Ezezrael is all of a sudden uplifted to that place. The person has to himself invest, avoid hamasis, mitzvahs, tikkun amidus, working hard in mitzvahs, tikkun amidus, vasichlis, of course, to try to to develop his understanding, his intellect. And all of that, of course, improves and evolves through hard work. Through hard work. Through physical, hard, physical labor, which means mitzvahs ma'asiyas. Working hard on one's mitzvahs, and ve'omal ruach shel and the amelus in ruach. So it doesn't descend upon a person automatically. It's there in Eretz Yisrael, but there there are many things in a person's life that are blocking, that are blocking. The same way that we learned over the years, the Indian of the Baskal, Chazal saying. Chazal say in Basra that even though Nitla Nevuah and Hanaviyim Adayin Mishdamshim Bebasko, even though we don't have any more prophecy, but Adayin Mishdamshim Bebasko, we still have this Korach that's called Basko. Basko. I mentioned it a little bit last week. There's a there's a long Torah from Abtzadik and in, in David Sadik and other places. He talks about this Machshavos Charutz also. 
the union of the echo. Because Hashem is speaking to us all the time. Hashem is speaking to us all of the time. The Yushalmi in Shabbos learns from the Pasuk that says, Oznecha tishman adovim me'acharecha. Oznecha tishman adovim me'acharecha means that your ears should hear words that are spoken from behind you. What does that mean? So we know that, for instance, just as an example, we know that there are many places we find in Chazal, the most famous is probably in Megillah, when Haman wanted to know what's doing, what's doing. And, he, and in order to find out what's doing, he couldn't read the, you know, the, the Shushan Times. In order to know what's doing, he asked the children when they were leaving Cheder, the, the boys that were leaving Cheder, what did you learn? What did your Rebbe teach you today? And Haman would ask. He asked boys, coming out from Cheder, what did you learn today? So, Gemara says with three different boys, this boy says, Even though they conspire against us, nothing's going to happen. No, there's such psukim. The children are particularly primed to receive a baskal. As I mentioned this, I think, last week. And and Mordechai also, psychically psukecha. And Mordechai got from the boys very good readings. Very good readings. So regarding these type of things that we find in the Gemara there in the Yushami, there's this story of one of the Amaroim that he had a certain Suffolk in learning, a question of uh, also of Hanhaga and Hadracha. And he went to the marketplace and he heard in the marketplace he heard uh, two two people talking in the marketplace, two Jews talking in the marketplace. And he and he understood from there he was able to extract the Ratz and Hashem. Obviously people who are not people who are not prepared for that, you could hear all kinds of things and they say, That's Hashem speaking to me. Not, if you don't know how to listen, if you're not a person who's cleared away any of the interference between yourself and the Baskal, children are very, very, children are very prepared for Baskal because, because of the Tahara, because of how pure they are. So they're not blocked, they're not, they're not blocked, they're not complicated. The complications make it difficult to receive a frequency. The same way, as Rabbi Sadiq explains, that's what is a Baskal. You go to an echo. An echo can only be heard in certain places. Over here, you could scream at hello, and you don't hear anything else. You don't get anything back. You go to certain places. There's a place the guy used to tell me that in Persia, in Iran. There's a place that they stand on top of some building or a mountain somewhere, and 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 you say hello, and it comes back seven times the exact same volume. There's such a sewer of a place in the world. The Indian of of an echo is that. It sounds like it's a separate voice, but it's really your voice. So Absodic speaks about sounds that seem to us that they're not Hashem speaking. It sounds like a separate voice, but it's really Hashem speaking. It's an echo of Hashem. It's called the Baskal. That's how he explains based upon the Tesis and Sanhedrin. It's a Baskal. The daughter of a voice is an echo. So there Absodic explains that Aram is Aramaic, is a Baskal of Lashna Kaidish. She has a very is a very, very deep Torah in this Indian of Basko, of a Dain Mishtamshim Basko. But the, but the point that, that, that Rapsodig is making is that there are only certain surfaces, there are only certain places that are ru'uyim, that uh, for a physical echo to take place, and there are only certain souls that are able to, to, that are able to hear in a clear way this, this uh, to hear a Basko in a clear way. And the the way that a person hears Hashem speaking is going to be very much affected by and colored by who he is and what's on his mind and what's in his heart. The tzaddikim, have very cl- like children, have very clear. They only want to know what Hashem is saying. And when a person's on such a madrega where he's, where, where he has his ears always listening, what's Hashem saying? What's HaKadosh Baruch Hu saying? And the person wants to hear the Devar Hashem and he purifies himself and so on so he's able to hear an echo of Hashem through everything in life there's an echo of Hashem's voice 
So it sounds like it's not Hashem. He, he, a, he asks a boy, and the boy is saying something. It sounds like it's not Hashem, but Hashem is speaking to the tzaddik, or or as a hara to to Haman. Not because Haman was pure, it's similar to with Bilam. We're not going to that right now. But to, to be able to pick up on that baskal, on that on that echo, a person whose heart is cluttered, whose mind is cluttered with other things, so he doesn't hear Hashem speaking because he's not the kind of a surface of which there can be an echo. There can't be an echo of Hashem's voice in that person. So I, I, this is something that uh, you could see this very, very clearly. For instance, I've mentioned this in the past. I was just talking to one of the chavah the other day how I remember this is something that, that is very common. But I remember I remember clearly that that uh, I was many years ago, must be 25 years ago, so I was speaking to Beshvat in Detroit. It was like zero degrees. I remember it was very cold. And and there was an oil that was uh, all different, mostly uh, Bali Tshuva or people that were not from, but there was a whole thing there through Orsamech. There was a thing in Detroit. And I was speaking there. And I was speaking about Tubashvat. So some of the sweetest Torahs are Tubashvat Torahs, right? They're not controversial Torahs, would you say? Tubashvat? <laughs> you know, how much can you. So I was saying over, you know, they're famous Torahs, Tubashvat. And I was saying over to the Schever, trying to explain in a level that they would understand, to talk about growing and changing and trees and other mates. I saw they like the nicest couple of stories. And, you know, when you go to these places, like to ha- they like to have always a, a question and answer afterwards. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, okay, beside, I was done speaking, and there's a question and answer. And there's, uh, there's an elderly gentleman in the back of the room. I call on him right away, an old person. I say, yes. He says, but how do you understand the Holocaust? <laughs> so I was thinking... I'm talking about Hashkedi Aparachat, Hashem Shal Zorachat, Tubishvat Higia. What's the fact the Holocaust? Was he coming here with the war so good, with the Holocaust? What is that? What does Tubishvat have to do with the Holocaust? What is it? But you see, the way the person asked was with a very heavy accent, you understand? And I understood right away that he's a survivor. And I said, that maybe we'll talk a few minutes after, what does he have to do with the Holocaust? Then what's happened a hundred times is that I remember another situation. This time I was speaking in Muncie, and I was talking about Hanukkah. Anybody have arguments with Hanukkah? Mm-hmm. What could be better about Hanukkah? A lot is and light and it's nice. Everybody's happy and the family gets together. Same thing, question and answer. But what about the brach every morning, Shloa Sani Isha? A woman asks, <laughs> how could it be that God would say such a thing, Shloa Sani Isha? What the rabbis? What do they have with women? They're against women and so on. So I'm talking about a dreidel. Is he dreidel? A cup, you know. A dreidel cup. You know, you have that. It's a certain chachma had to deal with these kind of questions, which I'm not so good at dealing with these questions. Uh, but, but you understand that Hanukkah, I, I didn't talk about anything. I didn't even talk about Yehudas, you know. I didn't talk about anything with, with men or women. I was just talking about Jews and Hanukkah and... And uh, and she's asking me a question that this Kilo, this is a question on my lecture. The question is, but how? Did, how what about Shalos Anisha? So there was a musician that we used to, a Jewish musician we used to listen to when we were kids, and he had a, he has a sentence: a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. And a man hears what he wants to hear means that when a person, unfortunately, that 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 survivor in Detroit no one could blame him his, his, his entire existence is cluttered with, with memories of the Holocaust so whether you talk about Tuba Shvat or you talk about Tuba Av he hears one thing where was the Barnishal what, what happened to my wife what happened to my kids that's all he could hear that's all he could hear so he's not able to hear Hashem Isbach saying to him Ebyankel I loved you then and I love you now it's time to move on. You could do it. He can't hear that. All he hears are like gunshots. He just hears gunshots. So he goes to a shear. I mean, the person not this person was not religious. He goes to a shear, and the person's talking about Tubishvat and about it growing and about how everything is good and sweet. And he just hears. He just hears. That's all he hears. You can't mess with that. What are you gonna do? That's all he can hear. This other person. However, she was raised. Not to compare these two people, obviously. So. 
even though people talk like that, that I was through a Holocaust. You know, people say that nowadays. I had someone say such a Lushen to me the other day. I was very take A Jewish person, a firm person, used the Lushen Holocaust to describe the difficulty that he was going through. And I said, you stop right there. That's not the Holocaust. It became the ready, since the Goyim do this, so already Jews are starting to use this Lushen too, that, that if you're having a hard day, it's already shown as a Holocaust already. It's a Holocaust. <coughs> so this lady, so her Indian is, her Indian is uh, m- women, men, that whole business. So... She can't go on. You're talking about Hanukkah as effect from the, she asked you from left field. And every, like people look at her like, what, you know, and then some people say, what is it? You hear like murmuring. The, and she says, no, no. She's one of these, uh, a lot of these ladies that have this in you. They're also, it comes with a certain personality usually. Not always. Like 98.6% of the people. <laughs> comes with a certain personality. She's not letting go. I remember she says, no, no, no. Because the people say, what are you asking me about? What are you asking me about that question? What does that have to do with anything? Uh, but she, she's relentless. She says, no. You're talking about God's light and God's light. What kind of light is it? Because of Hanukkah, right? What kind of light is it that God brings to the world? There is no light. It's from the Middle Ages, the Dark Ages, and, you know, women's rights. So the, the voice of Hashem, no matter what voice comes down from Hashem, Hashem's Baruch says, my Tyra talk to your precious Bas Yisrael, and you understand what it means, then you know, Nekeva, of Zacha Nekeva, and you know what kind of beautiful, beautiful kaiches, what it means to be a Jewish woman, do you understand the gift that I've given you? She doesn't hear any of that because she's cluttered with, with stuff. And because she's cluttered with stuff, that she just hears one thing, God doesn't like women. Even though the Baruch Shalom said a lot of things. You remember when Hashem Baruch went and he offered the Torah to the whole world? Right? Okay, what does that mean? The Gemara says Hashem went with the Torah to the whole world. She comes, he comes to Yishmael. Whatever that means, the Malach of Yishmael, the, the representation of Yishmael. He comes to, he comes to Malach of Yishmael. And, uh, and the Barnishlam says, no, you want the Torah? So they ask Maxi, what does it say in the Torah? So the Barnishlam says, low sin off. Don't commit adultery. So the Yishmaelim, the Yishmaelim said, what? Forget it, that's our favorite Indian. What do you hear? Don't, don't commit adultery. And he goes to Bnei Esav, right? He goes to Malchav Esav. Maxiv, what does it say in the Torah? It says, Lot Tirzach, you can't kill. Lot Tirzach, that's a whole panos, everything is. What do you make Lot Tirzach? It says, you can't do such a thing. It says in the Pasuk. So what do you mean? Esav, there's Esav with a whole in his whole in to kill. So then he, so then he, and he comes to Amisil, and Amisil says, what? Nazir Nishma. We're in. So if you learn this Gemara, like a child, so then the results are childish. It's childish. And what does it mean, Hashem Ophir? What does that mean? We went to his first pick, all these questions that, you know. And what if the Baruch would have said, what if, what if, what if Yitak would have asked Mark Sivbo, what does it say in the Torah? Hashem would have said, you can't have an all-cash business in your basement. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd have also said, whoa, whoa, you didn't tell me that. So what if it would have been such a thing? <laughs> the Territz is that that's the Gemara is not talking about interviewing, that Hashem's work is interviewing and offering and, and he invites him into his room and says, uh, I have a whole Torah, would you like the Torah? I have a Torah, what does it say in it? And why, why is it fair that the Bereshulam told Yishmael the one thing that's the, the biggest problem? That's not fair. What if you just said to the Yishmaelim, you get, a, you get, you have Shabbos, and you get off also Yontiv, and if you want, you could take Chalamayit, you could take the kids to Adventureland, <laughs> and you have a, there's such a thing called the Bereshulam says I have an Indian that's called a Cholent, and there's something that's called a Tzimis and a and a Kugel, and the, so the Yishmael would have said a Tzimis and a Kugel, what could be better? That's good, and there's a day off, that's also good, a Yontiv and everything, that's fantastic. So how come, how come when Yishmael is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells them the one thing that they can't keep? It's not fair, right? It's not nice. The one thing that they have the biggest problem with is late enough. <coughs> and, and, that's, and when they ask what is written, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu say it's written in the Torah? All kinds of nice stories. HaShem spoke could have told them all kinds of stuff. Right? Look, what happens to a lot of the Balei Tshuva, they sign up and, then they, and, then, and, and no one told them like uh, all this stuff. Right? <laughs> Yeah, there's all the time. The Baal Shuvah signs up. He, he goes to some shir and he hears some beautiful thing, uh, some, some seminar, and they tell him all this kind of nice stuff. And they say, so what do you have to do? No, nah, it's not so bad. Uh, what, what is it? 
She comes to us for Shabbos. She comes for Shabbos, sings mirrors, families together, delicious food. This, this is beautiful. This is wonderful. This is fantastic. And then, so the guy, like the guy signs up. He signs up because it's so beautiful. You just guys are so beautiful. And they're talking on the table, taking turns, and the children look so cute, and the wife is so pretty. So the guy's in. He signs up. And then, and then afterwards, they, so somebody says to him, like he's in the base measures the next day, somebody says, you know, if you don't learn Torah whenever you have free time, you're going to go to Gehenna. <laughs> I thought we were going to sing smears. I thought we were singing smears and like food and, and having a nice time and family. Like, I love that because I come from those, like, you know, we weren't together and they're so beautiful. No, you're going to die. <laughs> you're gonna die, and that's not all. Because even after you die, like it's just that's just the beginning of your trouble. There's a lot of stuff afterwards. So Balshu was, what are you talking about? Nobody said. I didn't hear this in any. I, I didn't. I went to the uh, Shabbaton. I didn't hear this at the Shabbaton. At the Shabbaton, everybody said that God loves me, and it's and, uh, and they said over a beautiful thing about you know something about face the, the you know gracious Berlokimus or Shemayim Vesaros. So everything sounded so nice, and Mashiach's coming, and it's all these good things and, and they, what do you tell me all this stuff so why so why is it right that Hashem's book says Yishmael asks what's written in the Torah so the Bani Shalom says Laisenav Asa what's written in the Torah so Laisenav the Torah says Reb Sadiq says I mean this is the aside of Reb Sadiq, and that's what we're learning Reb Sadiq says that the, the Bani Shalom said the whole Torah over the Yishmael and the Yishmael said Maxivo what's written in the Torah because Baruch said, this is it. He gave him the whole thing. From the beginning, whatever. He gave the whole thing. But a man hears what he wants to hear and disregards the rest. So all Yishmol could hear was, you hear what it says, Lo Senef. Like the Baruch gave this beautiful shear from Baruch and said over all the, all the beautiful things, that also there's, it says Lo Senef. It also says not to commit adultery. It's also there. But there's tons more than that. There's, there's a lot of... The Torah is big. And the Baruch Shalom said, in, in the whole Torah, and after this year, the Ishmaelim was sitting around on their camels. <laughs> and the Ishmaelim was sitting there. And, uh, and one Ishmaelim says, no, what do you think of... What do you think of HaKadosh Baruch? What do you think of that shear he gave? What, the Los the Sinaf? That whole drush on Los Sinaf? Yeah. It's not for us. That was the end of it. When it came to Esav, so there's a whole shear, and then the, 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 the sitting around the afterwards in their uh, in the Rolls Royce, whatever they they're using, and so what did you think of the Rosh Hashanah shear? What the Latitzah business? <laughs> yeah, doesn't this happen to us all the time? Think about it. We do this all the time. The same way that you're going to walk away from this shear, and each person according to his stuff is going to hear that thing. Either good or bad. It can be good or bad. Because the Baruch gave the whole Torah. He said, this is, this is Yiddish guy. This is the Torah. And the person hears according to who he is or who she is. When Chazal tell us that children are especially able to hear Basco, women are more prone to hearing the Basco. The intuition, the Ruach HaKadosh is stronger to receive that sound from above. It means that if the surface is a clear surface, there could be an echo. That could, you could hear the echo. The antenna could pick up on certain frequencies. But if the person's got his own Indian, strong Inyanim, like, like unfortunately the Holocaust survivor of the lady, if you have your strong Inyanim, so then you don't hear that, you just hear something else. You, you, hear, the, you hear that, that, uh, that uh, the thing that's hardest for you, the thing that's hardest for you. You're going to go, some of you are going to go, I hope not too many, but some of you are going to end up having to go to work today. doesn't look like it right now. <laughs> but some of you might end up, some, might, some of you might end up going to work. So, you... You, you walk you walk into the you when you walk into the room of the yarmulke, you walk into the office of the yarmulke, you mean something to everybody that's not just by walking with the yarmulke they go oh wow that means something to them whatever their whatever their preconceived notions are about orthodox Jews that's what it means to them that's what it means to them 
the second, let's say, the second that a guy, the long coat and the beard and payas, walks into mm-hmm. a, a high school of yeshiva boys, right? You walk into a, a school, say a modern Orthodox school, you walk in with the whole levush. The, even all you, all you said was boketov because it's ivrit ivrit. So you said boketov. <laughs> all you said was good morning. But I don't know what that means when you say boketov. So you translate and you say good morning. That's all you said was good morning. So the boys look at each other and they say, "Do you hear what he said?" And the other guy says, "I heard. Did you hear?" I said, "I heard." He says, "Nagia is not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed to touch girls." That's what he said. Did you hear that? And they all said, "I heard that. You heard that. I heard that." I heard. But the, all the rabbi really said was, "Hi. Nice to see you. Everything okay?" He said that Nagia is also. Did you hear that? I heard it, loud and clear. Yeah, didn't say a word. Didn't say anything about anything. Just said good morning. But it's got the lavush. He's so if he didn't say that, he's gonna say it. He's just getting us ready. He's trying to soften us up with a good morning. But you know it's coming. <laughs> and that's why the boys are sitting in yeshiva. They're not hearing bava mitzi and bava kam. They're just not hearing it because they expect any minute to to, to be hit with that bomb. That you got to give up. You know chayish bin. So you got to say goodbye. Finished. <laughs> they expect they expect to get hit with that bomb any minute now. See, even though this rabbi never said anything, he's just trying to say over the Gemara. And he's a perfectly sweet, wonderful guy. He's just saying over Gemara and little Pashas of Shavua, talking about things. Like Tenaf, like Tetzach, whatever your thing is, whatever your thing is that caused you to get stuck, that caused you to get stuck, whatever your thing is. And, and, uh, and the voice doesn't come through. So Hashem Baruch is speaking to us all of the time. But only some people are on that level where oznecha tishmana, where the ears can hear dover me'acharecha, words that are spoken in a way of a baskol, of an echo. In other words, it sounds like a separate voice, just like an echo sounds like a se- hello, hello, but it's really, it's really one voice. It's just the daughter of the voice, but it's the same voice. It's God speaking. But, but, if, you, but if, you're not, if you're not a kli to receive that, because you have a lot of stuff, then the way God's voice comes out is... Amazing. Comes out sounding like what? Just like your own voice. That's the tragedy. It sounds just like your own voice. So people can live their whole lives and they never move on to the next place in Yiddishkeit because they're oblivious to the Basko. So one person, one person hears, when he goes outside, he hears the world singing, Mamish, and he's filled with optimism. And everything is gewaldig. Mashiach is, is mamish. He needs a oimer ach kaslein. Mashiach is here. And another guy walks out and he says, "You know, smells over here. This, this, you hear there's a truck three blocks away. That's da 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 da. And, and two people. You walk into a nursing home. You go to a nursing home. You talk to two old people. This old person is so, such a masika, such a sweetness. And the other one sets off abyssum." And it could be that if you talk to them, it could be the one who's sweet had had a much harder life than the one who's fabulous and is broke. This one, this one hears God saying, "I love you." This one hears God saying, "I hate you." Why? Because she heard from her father or her mother, "I hate you." Heard from a teacher, "I hate you." So now she hears from God also, "I hate you," because that's that because that's how she hears it. Because her head is filled with those sounds. The other one, the other one is filled with the secrets because her mother told her, "I love you." A teacher told you, "You're doing well." So now, everywhere she goes, she hears the Rav Shalom speak in such a way. She hears Hashem's book speaking in that way, which in the way of Masikus, in the way of sweetness. If you pay attention to how you think during the day, and if you and you stop your, and you listen a little bit, you realize how we do this all of the time, all of this time. Hashem's broadcasting good things. Hashem dibetayv Yisrael. Says in Pesach, Hashem dibetayv Yisrael. Hashem says only good things to Yisrael, all the time. So, what are you hearing bad stuff? The schlechtskeit is inside of you. The bad stuff is inside of you. So, even though the Baruch Shalom is telling you, I have to ask him, I mamish adore you, I mamish love you, I love you. Okay, says, all he hears is, I hate you. Especially somebody that was, God forbid, abused or was mishandled by when he was a kid. That's all he could hear. He doesn't hear anything. Hashem Diba Tala Yisrael. Hashem says only good things to us. 
all the time Hashem is speaking good things to us. So why are you hearing such bad things? Why do you come out so angry? Why are you so negative about it? The Territ says that for whatever reason, it's not the same way that the Holocaust survivors, it's not his fault, and the kid that was, uh, the kid that was abused is not his fault. But for whatever reason, everything that comes from Hashem, the echo that he hears is an echo of pessimism. It's an echo of negativity, of hate. That's what he hears. So, back to Rav Kook. What Rav Kook is saying is the Beit Yisrael Hamayin Eruchani Shal Pnimis Akodesh Shul Or Achaim Shal Nishmas Knesom Esgabu Meelov Rak Siu Hutzarach Meavaydu. We have to work hard. We have to work hard. Siu Hutzarach Meavaydu Hamasis Vasichlis. Avoid Hamasis Vasichlis. That we have to work hard with our mitzvahs, and we have to work hard to to fine-tune our minds, our hearts. And if we do that, then then, then Yisrael is like mamish, blasting with the baskel. Yisrael is blasting. The baskel of Hashem is mamish, mamish. Loud. In Yisrael, it's loud. If to work hard, to make ourselves into kalim that are clean, that are clean. Clean, of course, means bitlayesh, the whole avoda bitlayesh, to make oneself really invisible and clear, so that Hashem's voice can get through. When you're in the presence of a tzaddik, if any of you have had the schus to be in the presence of a, of, of a big tzaddik, if you step into the room with the with the skalani rabbi, sign. So you walk into that place with Amshnav. You walk into, and you're in this Dalat Amis. You, you, you mamish feel like you want to be better. You want to do tshuva. Sometimes you could, you could just start to, you could break down and just start crying. Because the tzaddik is, the tzaddik is clear. And because of that, when you're near the tzaddik, the voice of Hashem is heard in the room. Because when it goes into that, the tzaddik allows Hashem's baruch in, like the Kotzke said, wherever you let him in. So the tzaddik allows the Kaddish baruch in because the surface is one that is permeable, that you can, it's porous. The tzaddik is bottle himself, it's not about me, it's about Hashem. So since the tzaddik is mavatl himself, and everything he wants is only Hashem, so whenever you're in the room with the tzaddik, you're coming into close contact with Hashem. You feel the presence of Hashem. You feel that there's something there that's just different. It's not the same as being with a regular person. Because the tzaddik is bottle. It's not, it's not about him. It's all Hashem. So even a person who's far from Hashem, when he's with the tzaddik, he's able to pick up on sounds. Because you're near, you're near the, the, the antenna, the station. So you can pick up on certain sounds. It's almost like, you know, I don't know how exactly it works. I, know that, I don't know what Wi-Fi is. I never saw it. But I know that you have, to, you have to, in order for the computer to work, you have to have Wi-Fi. In some places there is Wi-Fi, some places there is Wi-Fi. I don't know how that, I know, I know how that works. And you, you have to pay for it. You don't have to pay for it. But, but you, you could be that it's under somebody else's name, right? But if you're in that person's house with your, with your computer, if you're in that person's room, so your computer could tap into the, to that guy's Wi-Fi. Right? That's how it works. So you have to have a code. Okay, that's already, that means there's already some, there's some mailers, there's some madrega to already have a code. But so when you lahavdul, just as a silly marshal, but lahavdul, when you when you're in the place of a tzaddik, when you're in the place of a tzaddik, even though even though the when Rebbeleib Leiger when when he went into the Medrash of the Chayzim Lublin, yeah, the Chayzim was, was, wasn't there anymore. So the Rebbe Leiber went over. And he was he started screaming and crying. He went over. He was kissing the walls, and he said the Chayzer was in this. The Chayzer was here in this base madrash. Now, when we go into the Chayzer's base madrash, so we take selfies. You understand? <laughs> <laughs> and then you could right away send the thing to your to your relatives back in the states that this is, and you put your arm around the Chayzer's chair. <laughs> me and the Chayzer. <laughs> me is first, but and the and the Chayzer also. Me and the Chayzer. You can take a selfie. 
Rabbi Leibler comes into into the into the Bissam Edrish. The Chayz is the Chayz is no longer alive, and Rabbi Leibler Eger is falling apart. Ay, Rabbi, 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 Rabbi. <coughs> the walls are saturated with the Chayz of Lublin, where the Chayz once walked. Where the Chayz walked, it's the Or, which which is a mitzvah of all the, everything that wherever the tzaddik was, wherever the tzaddik touched, wherever he. Was near where he was in a place. Already the Wi-Fi is different. There, there's a current. There's something there. There's something in the place that was that was that was changed by the presence of the tzaddik. But, but if a person is not a, if a person is not a kli kibble, he's not a kli kibble. If he's not a, if he if he's stuffed with all of his own things, then it's then it always comes down to that one thing, which is called a selfie. I saw a person. My wife and I were. Where we were, someplace. I don't remember. And there was a person that had a, that had his phone on a stick. He was holding on a stick, a, a special selfie stick. I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> the, yeah, it's a selfie stick. He carries his phone, and his phone's like over there. <laughs> he just walks around with a stick, taking pictures of himself. <laughs> <laughs> No, what to, what's going to be with this stuff? But this, with a stick, he walks around like, like the horses and the donkeys on the street are saying, "What's with this guy?" <laughs> but they all feel good because they used to beat us up with sticks, and now he walks around looking at himself. With this and people like to get next to us, and they start. You see, they walk. They're walking around. They're like regular, and all of a sudden, someone does that, and then they all start to go. And then, like a few people that never ever stand next to each other, get next to each other, and, they, and he holds the stick like this, uh, taking themselves pictures of themselves. There's no clay kibble, so all you see is yourself. All you see is yourself. So different madragas. Used to be a person would look at other people with his camera. <clears throat> now you look at yourself with your camera. It's bad enough that you're not looking at ponim al ponim at people, but now you now you look and. To see yourself, to find yourself. So obviously, there, the person is not a click kibble to receive something from outside because all he thinks about is himself. So how could you receive any or from outside? So chutzlars is very hard. Avabah chutzlars, Rav Kook continues. Now remember, chutzlars is milamata lamala. There you have to work first on the OEC. It's much, much harder, much harder. In you also have to make yourself, but there it's making yourself into a kli, into a good antenna. And if you're a good antenna, you could receive. But the stuff is all over the place. You're like you're in the headquarters, the Wi Fi headquarters, there's Israel, of Ruchnius, of Kedusha. And you could receive with relatively, in a relatively easy way, a much easier way, you could receive. Which is, of course, one of the reasons we spoke about this very often. One of the reasons why people and I say, "Oh, so much sugar with everything," mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Like everybody's like so uh, lachutz, you know." With uh, it's so lachutz, but if you go if you go someplace, you know, you go someplace in Arkansas, <laughs> you know, the guys are sitting back in a chair, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> they can sit like they're like uh, after davening. Whenever they finish davening, it's like uh, you know they get nine o'clock in the morning. They can sit around on a chair, you know. Sometimes like to sit with a shotgun, you know. Just like shoot, shoot birds in the trees and schmooze a little bit, and everybody's so relaxed. But but when you're like when you're in Israel, especially the from of the place, if you're in Bnei Brak and Yerushalayim, everybody's like all fahitzed, like this. Everybody's like walking on edge, and it's not because just because of the because of the Yishmaelim that are around. There's an Indian like of intensity. There's a very very there's a very very strong strong intense frequency there. The Wi-Fi is very strong and loud in Eretz Israel. <coughs> very strong. So there you could just say to somebody, Bokatoni, he says, Ma'ez achpad lecha? Ma'ez achpad lecha? Ma'ez in yashach? Ma'ta? Ma'ez achach ma'boke sheli? And he's starting up with me. Of course he loves you, but there's like, oh, there's so much stuff in the air that everybody's got like in yonim, like big in yonim, you know, big in yonim. All kinds of things. When you go to Chutzlar, it's this more, I mean, everybody's, with, of course, they're with money in this, uh, especially in the, but if you go outside of a little bit, the further you get away from Wall Street, if you get far enough away, so it's Mamish, <coughs> Mechai. 
It's relaxed. Everybody's okay. Nothing doing. Everything's quiet. Eretz Yisrael is so much in Eretz Yisrael. But of course, you pick up the frequency of who you are. So it's a lachutz, a lachutz. So I get sometimes these mushalachim, they come to, they, they want to sit and talk in the office. I, I just want to say, okay, here's a couple of dollars. But the guy wants to sit for like a half hour and talk. He starts telling me about his family, what's going on. He, he just wants to relax a little bit. You have to drag him back to the airport. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> he doesn't want to leave. He says, people are nice over here, everything. Everybody talks nicely. It's Mihai. He likes it here. <clears throat> Once he's back in Hachisrael, he's like in that Indian. Which, of course, it's Kedusha. But when you're not ready to receive Kedusha, it could be very hard. It could be hard. If you're not ready to receive Kedusha, life in Hachisrael could be very, very hard. When a person's a clay kibble for Kedusha, then Hachisrael is the disciple. That's Hachisrael. That's all that we're learning about. That's Rav Cook's Hachisrael. But when a person is not a clay kibble, then because in HSL the Wi-Fi, the frequency is so strong, and the person is macabre according to where he is in his life, so you could have all kinds of th- screaming and yelling and fighting, all kinds of things going on that, uh, that are not uh, expressed in a way of Kedusha. It's because of the Kedusha of HSL, not Khalilah. In Chutzlaretz, the Ikar Kenyan, the main acquisition takes place. The main way to acquire in Chutzlaretz is Mitzar HaYegiyah, more man-made, starting from here. Yegiyah, Chikur, investigating, Bikur, Inquiring, comparing, studying, examining, analyzing. Hanisoyen vayisamkus. In other words, building, building up a thought, building up an emotion, building from bottom up, from scratch. But it begins with a human initiative and human investment. And because of that, in Chutzlars, the stakes are not as high, and the emotions are not as wild, and the thoughts are not as deep. In Chutzlars, because it's man-made. It's man-made. Therefore, in Chutzlars, it's not. There isn't this feeling of urgency. In Israel, you could be talking to somebody about the weather, and it's like it's a very urgent conversation. It's like this an, an urgent, important conversation. Everything has a certain urgency. Since it's man-made, since it's from here, so it doesn't have that kind of urgency. It doesn't have that. It's not packed with any ruach. It's a... Yigiyah, chikur, bikur, nisoyin, ves, amkus. Think about something, what you experience. But it's milamata lamala. It's milamata lamala. It's from below to above. And therefore, you don't have to get so worked up. If somebody tells you something that you don't agree with when you're in Chutzlaretz, you don't have to. Get, you don't get so worked up about it. But in Eretz if somebody tells you something you don't agree with, you, 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 it's already a milchama. Why? Because inside of you, there's this feeling that this guy is telling you a, a nevuah, and a nevuah you take seriously, even though he's just as big as a shite as you are. But he's. But you think that he's a navi because you're in Eretz so you think he's telling you a nevuah. In other words, what's coming from him, you take more seriously. You take it so seriously, you can't even laugh about it. But in Chutzlar, somebody says something you can laugh about. Yeah, it can slide off of you. And I just tell, it's like, a, what are you saying? We're ready, he's ready to fight. Because in the HSL, it's Kilo, it's coming from someplace <coughs> higher. And that's, that's very serious. What you're saying is an important thing to me. It's not just some person that's saying it, it's something else. It's coming from somewhere else. You're claiming this to be a, uh, something that you've heard from somewhere else. So necessarily, everything's an Indian. All of this, of course, is, of course, is going to end with this, the peace when we get to Mitzvah But all of this, when it will be repaired, the Mitzvah everything's going to be the way that it's supposed to be when Mashiach comes. So, like the Navi says, Nevuas, children are going to be walking the streets of Yishalayim. Little kids are going to be saying Nevuas. Open Nevuas. Men, women, children. 
Ve'eshbech, but it's going to be in such a way that Hashem will pour it upon us without, but then by that, and then we'll all have done tshuva, and all of the blockages will be cleared. And once we do, once we do tshuva, and all the things that are blocking are clear, then we'll all be able to hear the Dvar Hashem that's there all the time. Then we'll realize that Hashem is speaking to us all the time through all of the years of girls. Hashem is speaking to us. <coughs> all Dharmal said was Gal Open my eyes, reveal to my eyes. Like I explained last Shabbos. The whole avoid of Malchus is that Hashem's Malchus is here all the time. We just don't see it because of our stuff. And all of the, the whole thing of Rosh Hashanah is Galei Kvod Malchus, is open my eyes. I should, I should be able to see what's here all along, what's always been here. I should be able to see what's always been here. Like a, you have a parent and a child that, that, that for 50 years they're, they're going at it. And then finally, finally, there's a breakthrough. And then the kid understands that Bemis, my father, loved me all the time. I thought he hated me. Now I see that my father always loved me. That's what's going to be when Mashiach comes. In everything. In everything. It's going to be now I see what it was always here. Like that, like the Billum's donkey didn't see what was going on. He didn't have his gals of Yagalayna. He didn't see Billum's sword. He didn't see. All that Malach asked for was Gal Einai. That I revealed that it should be, that I should see it with my eyes. I should be able to see it. So because of all the cluttering and all the smallness and all of Golis, Golis is always his gal, but it's a, it's a, it's a kilkel of, of that gilui. Because of all of that, so I didn't hear what Hashem was telling me all of the time. You saw that Hashem is saying only good things to me. I didn't see that every single minute Hashem is, 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 is holding me. I didn't see any of that. I didn't see any of that. When Mashiach comes, the whole need of Mashiach is Haifa Bahadar Ka'inu Zechah. That Hashem is going to appear to us, and we're going to say, "You were, you were here, you were here all the time." So, yeah, I never loved you for a second. <coughs> same way by Matan Torah, same by Kriyas Yamsa Matan Torah, same way right now. The only chiluk is, we'll be able to see, we'll be able to see, we'll be able to hear, we'll be able to see. No, it should be soon. Bring the page. We'll finish it next week. Sure.